Okay, we're we're recording. <laughs> All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome to Activate Podcast, the weekly podcast to encourage you to level up and get unstuck with your hosts, KB and Steph. KB, an expert boy mom, handling cross-country blended family challenges, all while changing lives as a Christ-centered life coach. Steph, a former extreme party girl turned holistic boss, empowering women in their health. Come along as these two Midwest mamas untangle everyday messes and reflect on the trials of being a boss, wife, and mom. Go after your God-intended purpose and activate your life. Beep, beep. Beep. <laughs> I was just, oh, this just actually really put a damper on my happy mood when oh. I just did that because I'm in Facebook jail again. Right. And so, it used to be when you would go live, it would go beep, 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 right. and then you would go live. And I was so excited. It ruined my day now because yeah. I was so excited. I was back on Facebook and I tried to go live in my faster way group mm-hmm. and it was going live and I was on there and I was like, oh my gosh, hey, 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 you guys, I'm here. I'm so excited. And then it was like, done. lock, you are on lockdown and it's, here we are. Still so are you on worried? Lock. Because this is longer than the last time. I'm a little worried. What? I don't even know what to say. <sighs> I don't know either. You were so stressed yesterday and it was your anniversary and yeah. I was like, happy anniversary. And you're like, thank you. I'm locked out again. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also, because like, you know, I did a post yes, and it was so nice to hear everybody's mm-hmm. wishes Yes, and he never even got to see it because he I mean, was at work. Hopefully it'll be back. Hopefully yeah. it'll be back. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know... I scrambled yesterday and set up a lot of things, um, texting that we both use, which yeah. is thank goodness. And I just, I'm going to lean that way. Right. So that you're not dependent on social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, yeah, scary. I'm very, <laughs> it just doesn't trembly. make sense. I'm a it, bit trembly. Yes. And well, for many reasons. Um, yeah. but <laughs> the other part is just like, you can't get answers. It's not mm-hmm. like you can call a number and be like, hey, can you um, look at my account here and let me know what's going on? Like, why am I shadow yeah. banned? Why am I locked out? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can even figure out the problem, one, to fix it, or two, to like remedy it so it doesn't happen again. Right. That's yeah. really and frustrating. It's very frustrating. And obviously, like, I haven't, I mean, I haven't done anything. Um, no. Somebody said that if you have more than 200 groups, that could be a potential reason. So um, if I were able to get in there and delete some groups, I right. would do that. Cause if. <laughs> I used to do a brand new group every month with Beachbody. Oh. And then if you can imagine trainings for teams and, you know, I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of groups for mm-hmm. sure, but the problem is that they say, okay, click here to unlock your account, do this. I had to send in a picture of my license. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a code, use the code. Mm-hmm. Nope. You can't use the code mm-hmm. and, you know, fill out a form here to express your whatever. <sighs> And none of those things will actually go to the next step, which is, it's just kind of like they're sitting there watching me, like laughing, click, 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 Mm -hmm. click. Okay. Block her now. (laughs) Block her from here. Yeah. Don't let her do anything else. (laughs) Today, I was so hopeful when I woke up because as you know, when you go to my page, it's just gone. There's no picture. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. And this morning when I went on, the little picture was there. Oh, 
Well, that's and still nothing. nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe tomorrow, maybe the first time it's one oh, day. Then it's two right, Then two. Right. Oh, gosh, that's horrible. Well, I'm sorry. I don't even know what to say about that. That is just <laughs> so frustrating. I could just see it in your face yesterday and in your, you know, just oh, your mood and the wrecked. way you were talking. And yeah, yeah, it's just horrible. And that's not very typical of me. <laughs> no, you're very upbeat and happy. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about that. That sucks. And hopefully by the next time we're here, you're, you're back in, in action and <laughs> talking to your groups and right. everything's back to normal. I don't, it's so crazy that um, it happened again. Again. And it's my messenger too. So it's not just like, yeah, it's you know, and so I have a messenger group of my group and I can't, I can't get into any. Well, and not only can you not team. get into it, but it disappears. <laughs> so it, you can't even, people can't even re, go back and read the information that you've given them. It says message mm-hmm. unavailable. Yeah. Ugh. Like you're literally, una- you're unavailable. Yeah. You're not there. Canceled. You don't belong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are not enough. <laughs> I belong. I belong. Hey, oh, that's awful. Topic, right? No. <laughs> right, right, right. So I just wanted to do a little, we're going to be quick today. Steph's off to Soul Cycle. <gasps> I'm so excited. I kind of feel like this is going to be your thing. I don't know. I'm excited about, I can't wait to hear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to be quick, um, but we're going to talk a little bit about finding your purpose and a little bit about fear of abundance because Mm -hmm. I think I was struggling really hard with both (laughs) for the longest time. Um, And there's still bits and pieces, right? I don't have it all figured out and we probably never will have it all figured out, but the more we can learn and the more we can do to get closer to that is always the goal. Well, and I just wanted to say on public record, like, I'm so proud of you for, I mean, obviously the tremendous growth that has just been since Activate, you know, was a thought. Right. But even just in the last couple of months, like, I just, like, you are a shining star. Like, you're, you know, so many people are just, like, supporting you and trusting you and joining you. And, like, it's just, it's such an amazing, like, thing for me to be able to see because I get to see so much of you, you know. And so I'm so proud of you. And thank you for just always being, I mean, we, I feel like, I, I wouldn't be, my team would not be growing without you like that. You are the catalyst for that. And it's so fun and so rewarding and so awesome and inspiring to watch you lead and to learn from you and just so fun to be doing it together. So I, you're amazing. Yes. And I, I appreciate you so much. So we're so lucky. We are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening to us. Fill our That's right. Will. Okay. So that was our <laughs> Emmy speech. The music is playing in the background. We have to get off the stage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Should we tell Joe? Could you, could you cue in a little music <laughs> Um, okay, so I feel like a lot of times we get stuck on this pursuit of happiness or this pursuit of success or this pursuit of money, right? And we kind of are missing the fact that we should be pursuing our purpose. Mm-hmm. All of those things are wrapped up in our purpose if we can find what that is. Yes. Um, so it's so important that you can recognize and believe in your potential. And that is very hard um, to do sometimes. If you're a person that can't take a compliment or you know like can never is always apologizing and never feeling good enough it is very hard to realize your own potential Mm -hmm. and I feel like I always knew like I think I said this like I was meant to do more 
but I just yes. never could figure out what that was. And I never felt like I was good enough or like there yet or hadn't evolved enough or hadn't like just never enough. So you have to get past that. Well, I think what you just said too is really important because I feel like I've talked to so many women over the years that don't think there's something bigger for them. Mm. And so the fact that you were able to know that, but just mm. not quite be sure what is it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the steps you've taken to figure that out. And, you know, and, and what I love too, I want to just say this. I don't think I told you the other day was when we were, you know, trying to plan when we were going to record. Yeah. And you're like, I have to look at my calendar. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this week. And it's so busy. And like, oh. it's so awesome <laughs> to see you. I feel like for a long time, I was like, God, I feel like she thinks maybe I'm just making excuses, but you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So Cause now- I'd be like, well, I have nothing this week. So just tell me when you can record and I'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And now you're like, oh my gosh, I have all these things. I have clients. I have, you know what I mean? And so yesterday you had a three hour lunch and I just feel like it just is so wonderful. Like, again, that's the thing. And like, how is this our life? Like our lifestyle, our, like, this is like such a cool thing. And so anyways, Mm -hmm. I think what you said is the most important thing, period knowing that there was something bigger. Yeah. God, God created yes. you for something more, more than whatever yeah. it is you're doing now. You have been created for more and you are full of so much potential. But the problem is we believe these lies, right? So we believe these lies that keep us stuck. And that's the whole premise of this podcast is to help people get unstuck because so much of us, so many of us believe this lie, like you're worthless. You'll, you're, you'll never amount to anything, right? Like, the world has yeah. told us that in, in many ways. Um, but there's another lie that sometimes we believe, and that's the lie that you can do or be anything. Because you weren't sure. created, yeah. right? You weren't created to do or be everything. Mm-hmm. You were created for a purpose, for a specific purpose. You have strengths and weaknesses, right? We're not all yeah. created to do all the things. Y- you might yeah. have been. <laughs> I was actually thinking, this is is giving me an excuse to lay in my bed and watch TV now. That's right. That's what I said. I can die happy because I taught you to just relax, watch some TV. (laughs) It was honest to God. It has been, I mean, seven years, you know. I I know. And you even have tried and you can't do it. Like you just can't do it. Yeah. 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 It's a season. I'll talk about that in a minute too, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So again, you're not, you're, you're not destined to do nothing, but you're also not destined to do anything. You are destined to do something. It's just figuring out what that is. And I feel like that was my, such my struggle for such a long time. Like I remember right after I met Jonathan and just thinking like really feeling very worthless because I had, and I, this is not a woe is me, a pity party, I promise you, but I had people living in my house that cleaned my house and took care of my children, right? And yeah. he had a job, a successful business in, you know, people that needed him in the world and he had a real purpose. And I sat there thinking like, what am I even here for? Yeah. Like, what is my purpose in this world if I'm not making dinner for my family? And, you know, clearly I was taking care of my kids, but I mean, there were, I ha- I could come and go as I pleased. Like I, I, I didn't have to clean the house. Like I didn't even get reward out of that. Like feeling like my uh, husband could come home to a clean house because I did that for him. Right. And he provided yeah. everything else. So it just felt like I was very deep and lost in this 
feeling of no sense of purpose and no value. Value. Mm. Very, very important word for sure. And I think that so many moms fall into that category. And one thing, (laughs) as you're saying all of the things now, I'm like, oh God, please give me all of that. Right. Um, But I understand. And that's like one thing is um, with entrepreneurship specifically and with this fear of abundance or like an underlying fear for women specifically is identity. Yes. Yes. What is my thing? What is my identity? What is a lot of times like, you know, women that maybe have come from a higher level position, you know, they're more likely to quote own like their network marketing title. Whereas mm-hmm. like a yeah. mom where she feels like she has no purpose, she doubts her ability. Mm-hmm. There's no identity. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm so glad that you brought that that's up. That's funny too, because so you just mentioned that I had a three hour lunch yesterday with some girlfriends and These are some of the people who, when I met Jonathan, I would feel so uncomfortable going to dinner with because I felt like I had absolutely nothing to offer. I was embarrassed to say who I was and what I did because I would feel like I'm just a mom. I just stay home. They're like these very powerful women in high positions, you know, working in D.C. every day and commuting on the metro and like doing all these things and selling all the real estate and doing. Then I was so just felt so small in the room with them. And that was absolutely a me thing and not a them thing, right? That's on me. Yeah. To deal with that and to to really step into my role because my role in that time of my life was to take care of my children, raise my children, learn how to be Jonathan's wife, right? Like it was this whole transition period. And I didn't need to be ashamed of that, but I absolutely was. And so it was cool, like this transition, like they're high-fiving me yesterday, like, they're like, how much money did you make last month? And I told them and they're like, what? You know, like so proud and, um, you know, just so supportive. And they never felt that way about me. They never felt like I was nothing or I was inferior, but I was feeling that way about myself. So it's really cool to see the progression and the change in the, you know, the progress. That's so cool. I had all of the goosebumps for that. It's it's real. (laughs) And that's a wrap. Yep. And done. (laughs) Soul cycle. Here we come. Um, Yeah. Well, and a lot of like to back up on that also, um, a lot of people think that they need a title or like letters behind their name Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, just, just a title or an elevator pitch. Or, you know, I feel like every time somebody asks me what I do for a living for many years that that has just changed or like, I'm not sure what should Mm -hmm. I say. Mm -hmm. And what I say now is I, you know, I sell herbs and, you know, yeah, you just help people get off of medication or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Or do I say I'm a good health specialist? Do I say I'm a network marketer? Because mm-hmm. when I say I sell herbs and get people off of medication, then they're like, oh, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, and that can make you feel uncomfortable because you're like, what, is that not a good enough answer? Right. But if right. you own it and hold your head up high, it doesn't yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it matter? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to get past your own insecurities, I guess. Yeah. Um, so how do you recognize your potential? So um, I believe it starts with gratitude, right? So like right now, you're listening to a podcast that aims to get women unstuck, to help people propel themselves forward and get out of a less than life, right? So be grateful, one, that that's available to you, but two, that you're awesome enough to show up and listen to it because you clearly want to do better and be better or you just think we're funny. Um, <laughs> 
but um, like uh, be grateful to yourself again for showing up. Be grateful for the pain and the difficulty and the hard seasons of your life for what that has taught you, right? And how that's changed you. Um, because those times have gotten you to exactly where you are right here today at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started and I did this so many times and I never came to the proper conclusion, but it's also clear to me now how everything that was happening was God's perfect plan and, you know, getting me to this day or to the time when I would realize my potential. Um, yeah. But so write a list of things that you love and why you love them. Start there. Like, what do you love? What do you enjoy? What gives you a fire? What what sparks your, you know, your creativity or um, just make or laugh thereof or yeah. Or what don't, what, what do you hate? (laughs) Um, so, and this is cool. And I remember doing this and I actually tried to find the post this morning, but you can't find posts from, you know, seven years ago on Facebook. I I just couldn't find it. But ask your friends and family what they see you doing or being good at. Mm. Like, what are you especially Mm -hmm. good at? Like, sometimes you can't see it yourself. So I remember this amazing thread of like so many people responding and telling me the potential that they saw in me. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't, I remember that making me think like, and it was a, a, to serve people in some way, right? Like there was, that was like the overarching theme was that I could help people, but I just didn't yeah. know how to put my finger on what exactly that looked like for me. Um, okay. What's next? Oh, so this too. So for me, we've talked about this so many times, self-limiting beliefs, right? So, um, we become so self-critical and so, set in our self-limiting beliefs that we can no longer discern what we're good at and what lights us up on the inside, right? Like we're just so yeah. stuck in our, our, what we lack. Right. Which is a terrible place to live. We don't want to live in what we lack, right? We have so yeah, much to offer. Yeah, do you want offer. your fear to write the rest of your story? Um, either fear can propel you mm-hmm. or hold you back. Like fear for me pushes me. Yeah, right, right. And it, yeah. it paralyzes me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for I would say that that is not true because you are a true definition of one thing that I wrote down is like, I've been doing this for six years. Yeah. You've been for eight months. Uh-huh. And y- the thing that is true for both of us is kind of like I say, I told the world, meaning I told Facebook or yeah. Instagram, yeah. whatever, that I was going to do this thing and I do it. And same mm-hmm. with you. And so we have these conversations where we want to help our team and, you know, all of these other women too, that are stuck in the fear part. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's just like, it's so exciting. And you, once you decide, I think you just have to get to that part. Once you decide that nothing else is going to hold you back, that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what people might think about what you posted, or it doesn't matter what somebody might have said to you, like whatever. Once you decide that like, yes, this is the thing that I'm going to do and you just do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for us. Yeah. It's very hard. And you've said it so many times too. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand, you know, and it's, it does have to be the right timing and, you know, you've yeah. been working up to this and stuff, but that's, it's just, the it's the fear that's the thing right right and kind of just maybe discerning like am I holding myself back because of fear or am I totally open to this and it's just not God's time yet like God hasn't decided this for me yet like kind of you need to kind of discern that for yourself what 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 part of this is in my control basically 
And I think right. that doing things like um, the DISC model test, the Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, like start to figure yourself out. And I think that's the whole reason I wanted to become a life coach is because I could help other people while also figuring out my own shit, right? Like, why am I like this? Or why do I do this? And just becoming so self-aware is such a gift. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah, it, it's so... And I, I see people in my life who have never done the work or never been able to figure out why you know they are the way they are and then they you know they cope through alcohol or other addictions or you know just live in this constant state of unhappiness when so much of that is in their control and it's just so hard to watch yeah and this is like some of those things it's like taking things personally I was definitely a reactor Mm -hmm. for so long Mm -hmm. I was definitely uh um you know, taking things personally. Um, there's also like scarcity mindset is yeah. kind of the same, but a little bit different than fear of abundance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear us talk about imposter syndrome. Like yes. there's so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I love is like vision boards, you know, that's that we do those vision boards and we, you know, that's really big for me. And that's like the power of declaration, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. What happens with the power of a declaration of you saying like, this is what I'm going to do mm-hmm. um, is it precipitates action. Mm-hmm. So even if you're stuck in fear, that's okay. But if you're getting it written down on this chalkboard with your pretty colors Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like and you're declaring you're putting it out there you're saying like okay God Mm -hmm. or okay universe I am gonna do this and then then you take action yeah like it's like okay I've written it down now I'm gonna do it right you know but if you don't do the declaring if you don't write down the thing if you don't do the vision board that we tell you to do yeah like then you're going to stay there. Right, right. And then you it makes it easier to recognize the blocks too, I would say, because if you're writing this down and having this goal and then you're not doing it, like let's dig into that. What is that? Where is that coming from? And I think part of that too is like working through generational trauma, for instance. And so many of us live with all of this trauma, whether it's abandonment or addiction or divorce in our family or, you know, there's like a million things that it could be that are, that are, affecting you today and that you don't realize you've even carried that with you and that potentially you're carrying on to your children, right? This whole generations and generations, like you and I have talked about it so many times, like we are stopping some of this generational trauma will stop with us, right? It will not be continued on to our children because we have done the work or we are doing the work to, to stop it. Amen. So whether that looks like a therapist, whether it looks like hiring a a coach or whether it just looks like tons of self-development and really digging into the whys. Yeah. You're in control. You're in control. And this is um, some of these things that I wrote down are going to be specific to kind of entrepreneurship, but it can definitely cross lines into other things. Um, And so these other underlying fears would be like fear of a big life change. I hear a lot of people that they're like, yeah, yeah, I want to get started, but I mean, I'm moving or I'm going to have a baby and Mm -hmm. I'm not disqualifying those things, Mm -hmm. but like, listen, (laughs) yeah, I moved, homeschooled, podcasted, cycle taught, you know, and I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just saying that's a fear. It's a fear of a big life change, right? Fear of fear of uncertainty. It's kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, if you stay in those moments of fear, you're always going to stay in the moment of fear. You just, you have to come to the other side eventually. Right. Uh, Fear of losing momentum. Mm -hmm. 
right? Yep. Like, oh my gosh, I had this really awesome month. We uh, talk about that all the time. Who could that you be? Know, we talk about that all the time. Fear of momentum. But the cool like, thing is, like, da. you're just always learning. Like, going. So, so I had a huge month last month, and then I felt like I had to have yeah. that either, either you know, maintain it or do better. And I was putting this ridiculous pressure on myself. And there's only, honestly, there's only so much I can do. And the rest of it is just left up to, you know, like the, how just it turns out, like I can only do so much and what I get in return for my work is what I get. And I just need to be really grateful and thankful and proud of whatever that looks like each month. And I was like, okay, people in sales, every single month is not their best month ever. Like it's not, it doesn't work that way. So then it's just like, sort of um managing my expectations right because that was really contributing to some anxiety and some just real (laughs) unhappiness and some real big feelings big feelings and like what it says like that can cause obsessions on numbers Mm -hmm. it can cause workaholic and so when we are talking about the tv thing i think a lot of people like think like oh whatever she watches tv no i didn't watch tv for literally six years at least. You know what? Um, you just made me think of something because yeah. you just said obsession with the numbers and imagine, think of me and my eating disorder. Oh, so yeah. maybe this really corresponds with, I just obsessed with numbers because it, whether it was the calories that I burned or the calories, you know, yes. that I consumed or the number of minutes that I worked out or the steps that I took or whatever, it was always about a number. And so possibly, oh. even though I've worked through that, possibly some of that has carried over it's and I new... still have this, yes, it's a new kind of, it's a different obsession with numbers, but it's it still different. could be, yeah, that's really interesting and something I hadn't considered. And I mean, I am pretty obsessed with that too. And I would say I'm a workaholic and Mm -hmm. I think like, but this is also a good thing because again, you're doing, you're not frozen. Right. Um, one thing is, I think I brought this up before. I'm, I know that I said it to you that I was reading something where it was like, wait, am I addicted or Mm. am I upset? Like, is it an obsessive thing or is it an addiction thing? Like I can go forever without drinking, Mm -hmm. but then once it's one, it's, a hundred right you know Mm -hmm. or like whatever and so that can be something yeah that could be like just a new upset it's just a different way to channel whatever right um I just need to keep that it's a good thing yeah but I've always you know you were like wait what do you mean you don't look at the back office or like people in my other bit wait you you don't refresh your back office 477 (laughs) times a day that's not normal but because it can (laughs) cause like if that doesn't stop Mm -hmm. then you can burn out then you know, like those things. And, you know, that's another like thing that we learn in entrepreneurship. Um, also a fear of if I stop, everything stops. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. like you have a team, you have your people um, or, okay, here's another thing for entrepreneurs or again, doesn't have to just necessarily be entrepreneurship, but like fear of looking the part. Um mm. For me, like, I love my office, you know, we both are so blessed with beautiful homes Mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. Um, But, you know, like when I started, I didn't have a desk even. Mm -hmm. I was at the kitchen table, you know, I was listening to a podcast today, actually kind of preparing for this. And, you know, it was so cute. The lady's like, okay, well, I'm actually in my, uh, I'm visiting a friend in New York and I'm in there 
walk-in closet, which is unheard of in New York anyway, she said, but the point is he set up a ironing board for me and a bar stool. And here I am like doing the podcast. Girl, you know, like I've been doing all of our, all of our meetings in the, the, like the media closet in the basement <laughs> on the floor. Like my hips hurt, my knees hurt. I can't stand up when I get done. I can't get comfortable <laughs> when I'm sitting there. My stuff is sitting on a box of hunting clothes and yeah. because that's the only place my internet will be consistent so it's the I only place I can go. <laughs> yeah and instead of like thinking you know a lot of people will say fake it till you make it and I just don't believe in that mm-hmm. I used to believe in that mm-hmm. kind of a thing but like for us especially in what we try to always make sure that we're portraying and what we're teaching what we're hopeful for you is that you're always going to be authentic in that um you know, trusting your intuition, trusting your ability, your intuition Mm -hmm. is your ability, your intuition, that feeling that you get, whether it's, you know, nerve wracking or exciting or both or whatever, that is then part of what your purpose is. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you can make the list and you can do the things, but if there's something that keeps coming back to you, that's, you need to listen to that. Yeah. And I heard something, someone say one time, like when you're looking for your purpose, ask yourself, and this doesn't apply here so much, but like what breaks your heart? So if you're looking Mm. for a purpose, like if you're not looking for, like for me, I felt like my purpose was wrapped up because what I felt like I was missing is feeling like I had been successful in life. Right. So for me, this, this is what has transpired from that constant looking for that. But if your purpose is like, you know, to serve the world, which I feel like there's definitely that as well. But like what, when you think about this, this tears you up, it breaks your heart. You almost can't think about it. So maybe that's where you need to be putting your time and energy and effort. Yeah. Advocating for something or even a nonprofit Mm -hmm. or we've Mm -hmm. talked about that mission trip, you know, know, it could be, it could look like so many different things, but for sure. Yeah. Um, I interrupted you. Sorry about that. Oh no, you're, I think it's just like everything, it's, all of it is flowing so perfectly and it's just, it's, it's so true. Um, we just really hope that, you know, we've heard from a couple of people, both of us, uh, just even this week of, you know, people saying like, I just feel so comfortable with you guys and thank you for sharing everything that you share and, you mm-hmm. know, you know, it's building trust. And that's another thing is if people can trust you, yeah. um, and it, but here's the thing, if you can't trust yourself, mm. then why would anybody else trust you? Right. You're not wrong. Right. You're not wrong. Yeah. So I think it comes. So, so backing up to just finding your purpose, right? So just, I would just start by praying, make that list, do those things, but also just pray that God would very clearly reveal your purpose to you. Like you can ask that. Yeah. Right. And then, um, just quickly. So you touched on this, but like you have this thing that you've talked about multiple times with, with fear of abundance, right? So you, it's almost like that fear repels abundance from you. Um, so again, I talked about this last, or I talked about this on one of our trainings, I think, but like, so fear of not having money reinforces lack of money, right? You're just constantly putting out there. I have no money. I have no money. I have no money. So what you get then is no money. Um, right. So, and then also like hoarding things, hoarding money, which is something I have to work on. Like I'm very, um, free and generous with Jonathan's money, but I hoard my own. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
um those girls those girls are like does jonathan listen to the podcast i'm like no i think i would be in trouble every single week he doesn't well let's also just be real jonathan has a lot to share (laughs) and he's very he's very kind about sharing it's like a non-profit (laughs) his life is a non-profit now that i'm part of it there's no profit anymore (laughs) um but hoarding is a sign of fear right like i'm hoarding that money it's like every dollar i've ever made from modere is still in my account I've never touched a dollar of it and I have to work on that because you know when you start it's also like hoarding things like get rid of things that you don't need because all you're you're focused on like I'll never have more so I have to hold on to all this stuff and then and then you're right you'll never have more yeah for sure. Um, <laughs> right. God rewards you, but yes. he's watching. Yeah. So, so just how to attract money, positive attitude, stop worrying, focus on abundance and gratitude, share what you have with others, right? Like you're never, I told, like I told you that story, which I don't know, but I went shopping one weekend, didn't find anything. And I had a bunch of cash in my purse. And the next day I went to church and I was like, it crossed my mind that you should put all that in the bucket, right? And then I yeah. immediately was like, no, don't put it all in the bucket. Like, that's a lot of money. And then I'm like, no, you had that thought. Like, God gave you that. In that moment, God told you, put that money in the bucket. And I did. And then that very day, I got 10 orders, which was like more orders than I'd ever had in a single day. Ever. Right? Yeah. So it's like, give it to get it, right? Yeah. Um, you're call- and, and that's, I mean, you're called to give to the church. 100%. And I had to figure that out. Is it first fruits? Uh, is it before tax or after? And it turns out it's before. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's like, wait, are we sure? I had to, yeah. Um, that I had to ask Erica to ask Josh because he, yes, he's like, no, it's first fruits. I'm like, crud. Yeah. <laughs> Another helpful thing that I did come across today was, um, it is taking a financial class, like just yes. getting educated in finances and in what does it look like for 401k? What does it look like? You know, when you're an entrepreneur, like for me, like, you know, obviously I have insurance to Chad, but, um, you know, I have, I hire a tax guy that yeah. is specializing in what I do. I hire somebody, you know, you have to put the money to, have the people on your team that know what they're doing with your money or with your future. Right. Um, but yeah, getting educated. Yeah. I've wanted to take that financial peace university for years. Like I just want to do that. So I know that, so I know how to just do well with Mm -hmm. money. Um, because obviously I'm one or the other, I'm just like giving it away or I'm (laughs) hoarding it. Right. Well, and it's hard for me too. Like, because I'm like, how the hell do you set up a budget at this point? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hire somebody to do this class for me? Right. Right. And then I mean, I just buy the things. Tell me. I know. I know girl. Um, so that's actually the last thing that I want to talk about. I know you got to run out the door, but so just like resources for you, books that I've read. Um, so rich dad, poor dad, think and grow rich. You're a badass at making money, total money makeover. Those are just a couple, a few of the ones that I've read and that I'm, you know, working through and, um, that teach you about attracting money and abundance and budgeting and all these things. And not to say that your purpose is about money, but maybe it is right. Maybe your purpose creates money in your life. And money yeah, is just a, a fact of life. You need money. A even fact. if, yes. And even if your purpose is just giving it away, you're still going to need to find a way to make it. Yeah. And you have to be comfortable. Like I was doing, uh, 
interviews, for instance, for the faster way. Mm -hmm. And I, one of the questions is like, you know, what is your goal? What would your monetary goal be? And I, I like that. And Mm -hmm. I do use that now when I bring somebody onto my team also, because for so long, even for me, you, you, you skirt around the question. You're like, well, you know, I really just want to help people. No, you don't. Right. Right. You want to make money. If you're starting a business, if you're starting a new job, if you're switching careers, whatever it is, yes, you want to help people. Of course, like the number one thing for us again is being authentic, being trust, you know, like all of those things, but it is about money. Yes. Right. Like this is my job. I mean, sadly, Um, I mean, sadly, maybe, but life does, this is how life works, right? It's just yeah, it's you how the you world turns. Comfortable with saying, for me, when I finally declared I want to make seven figures. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I had to work up to that. It took me a long time when I first said to say it out loud. I want to make six figures. You know, and then it was like, oh, well, now what? Yeah, but it's funny too how you'll there. you'll blow that out of the water too because when when Susanna on my very 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 first call ever before I even decided that I would go all in with this, they're like, what? How much money would like? change your life or what would you want to make and I remember I I either said three or four thousand dollars a month yeah <laughs> because that felt like okay I'll feel like I'm doing something right that feels like real money to me and that would give me enough <laughs> money to just spend my own money which is all yeah. I wanted and it took what I don't know six five, weeks five, yeah <laughs> not long to just to just go beyond you know beyond my wildest dreams really and I I know that I have such a long way to go and I it's amazing so well, it's exciting and it's exciting because you're doing and when you're doing, you're earning and so on and so on and so on. And so that's, I was so proud of you. Like when we finally had, when you finally told me, <laughs> I was like, had to get over Whoa. that fear. <laughs> yeah. Well, like how, how are you doing? And when you told me, I was like, dude, yeah, you're so, you I were- have people that have been doing this for four years that don't make that much money in five weeks yeah, you know you, like, yeah you are the best cheerleader always have been always oh, always have been, well so. it's and, and it's you doing the thing and so I'm proud of you for doing the thing it deserves to be cheered and yeah and I'm proud of you for so many things like the changes you've made in your life as of late to to better yourself to better your family to do better for your child and then mm-hmm. still continuing to just be you know, blowing your own goals out of the water. It's, it's amazing to watch and definitely inspires me to do better. So. Oh, yay. All right. We're so good for each other. We are. Get your, get your little booty to soul cycle. Be careful with your elbow. I love you so much. <laughs> and I love you too. I will be marking you as soon as I walk out the door. I can't wait. First to know. I can't wait. I love you. All right. We love you guys. Love you Happy so much. Monday. Later. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today is the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.